Welcome to the Manchild Chronicles podcast, where four friends talk entertainment, fatherhood, and sports, all with sarcasm, comedic timing, and a healthy dose of toxic masculinity. Let's welcome our hosts, Ryan, John, Mike, and Jay. Growing up never took so long. Hello, cronies. Welcome into the Man-Child Chronicles Podcast Halloween Special. I'm here with my three best friends, John, Jay, and Michael. And we're going to do the all-time horror draft movies. Hello, you ugly gentlemen. I think the sickness I had and Jay had has now went to Ryan there. Ryan, are you feeling okay, you feeling okay there, buddy? There it goes. It's out Did of you my notice throat. how Sorry. he was like slipping into some type of uh, shaggy, shaggy with yeah. dementia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was hearing it too. I was like, wait a minute, what's Shaggy doing? Uh, <laughs> is it was it close to shaky? Like, what's up, guys? Like, what's up? it's like a mix yeah, between my wait, hold man on. And shaggy. That wasn't Shaggy on our show last time. Wait, what? That was. Santa's hold on, hold on. Oh, my kids! Are <laughs> Santa's not real. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> Don't Everything is a lie. <laughs> if you're a child, Santa is real. We are just joking. Ha ha ha. I just talked to Santa last week. I know he's real. I just called him on the phone, let him know what my kids wanted for Christmas. Make sure they're really? on the good list this year. Really? How's that do turning you, out for him? Not good. They're not do you good take pills? Like, uh, they ain't getting nothing. Do you take like prescription medicines? Is Santa in the room disorder? with you right now, Ryan? <laughs> he might be. He might be a jolly old fella. <laughs> Wait, are you Santa Claus? <laughs> I just might be, John. That answers so many questions. <laughs> I bring goodness and joy to all around the world. <laughs> you know, speaking of Santa Claus, did anybody watch the uh, new Halloween Ends movie? <laughs> <laughs> Segway what, alert. What a segue. <laughs> uh, I did. In fact, I just recently, and we talked about it on a few shows ago, I just watched the first uh, two with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis back in it, and I was very excited to watch the last one. And I, it has some bad reviews, but uh, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good with what they had to deal with, and I enjoyed the movie. So we're talking about the newest trilogy, the Halloween that came out in 2018, which is the direct sequel of Halloween, the original that yes. came out in 1978, Halloween Kills, yes. and then Halloween Ends. The most three recent Halloween movies. How did you feel watching all three of those so close? How do you feel that went? I feel I the second one. I really I don't know if I liked it the most, but um, I thought it was okay. I mean, the first one probably was the better out of the three, but I didn't mind the other two. Um, they were low. I mean, all Halloween movies are low budget, but. I felt they did pretty good with them compared to all the other Halloween sequels. I thought I liked them. And Mike, I understand you watched the original Halloween and then you watched all three of them, all three of the newer trilogy in a row, kind of, right? That's correct. Like literally four days in a row, just knocked them out. Um, 
lot of bad press around Halloween kills and uh, didn't really quite understand why. Because um, it's very evident to me that we needed to bring, um, try and hold, I know the movie's still new, so I'm going to try and hold off on um, spoilers, but. Um, it's on Peacock. You can spoil it, man. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. If anyone who wanted to see it, they've seen it now. Like it's Okay. Right. Yeah. So well, feel free. Spoiler, spoiler warning, spoiler. just in case. Give you three seconds. Two, one. Earmuffs. Michael Myers is actually played by Christopher Walken. It's amazing. <laughs> um, no, but uh, no, but they, they they did need to bring some amount of finality to the um, the timeline with um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. And uh, and I thought it was fine. I mean, from the beginning, the story is that he's always, you know, while he does embody some type of supernatural evil, he's still a guy. And I, I just didn't quite understand people's outrage um, to the way everything was buttoned up. But uh, having never seen any of the movies before, including the original Halloween, uh, it was a really great ride i'm glad i didn't have to go through the old sequence of movies um because i hear that it gets more rough and more rough as time goes along but um going one through new four um it was really enjoyable experience and i i really liked all of them and i think the most impressive thing from a filmmaking standpoint was that all of the movies felt and were filmed like the original obviously with some newer you know, tricks and nuance and stuff, but the whole vibe and the style was very well preserved in the new trilogy too. So I, I thought they did a really good job. I, I was very happy with all of them. Now, Jay, I know you want to eat up the last one, but before you do, Mike, watching Halloween one, the original to the, the sequel, how did that go? Cause I did not, I have not seen the original Halloween for a lot of years. So I, I, in my head, I've been wondering how that flows. Does do you feel like it flows? I really, I really do because again, like they were very intentional with the way um, everything was uh, set up and transitioned, um, it, and the movies feel similar. Um, everything is very believable. I felt like this trilogy was the Christopher Nolan Batman of the Halloween franchise. Like it, it just felt very real, very intentional, not necessarily hyperbolic or whatever, but some of the damage he sustained in like movie number two, you're like, ah, I don't know that anybody would have gotten up from that. But, but other than that, the movies did flow really, really well. Um, Storyline was good, made sense. Um, no, I thought it was really great. I also watched, uh, I watched those the first two of the new ones, and then mm-hmm. I watched the original one. And then I also kept watching because you and Jay were talking about how much you guys watched them and how bad Season of the Witch was. And I never seen Season of the Witch, so I watched one and two because I wanted to see where they said that they were related in two. So then I'm like, oh, I'll watch Season, I'll watch season of the Witch. How bad can it be? I made it about 20 minutes of that movie. I'm like, this is so bad. <laughs> I shut it off. <laughs> But it does. If you watch that first one and those new ones, it it carries over. They did a really good job, like Mike said, and carried over um, pretty seamlessly. I thought. 
Gotcha. So have at it. <laughs> there, there's a reason that 2018 Halloween was like the most successful one um, out of the franchise. That movie, um, we've talked about it. It flows really well from the original. I feel like, and I just want you guys to think with me here, that whole first movie is, in my opinion, it's that legacy sequel. It's super epic. You're getting all these characters back. Great storyline. Michael's going on his rampage. She, Jamie Lee Curtis, I mean, puts up just one brutal fight with him, and they end up trapping him in the basement, set him on fire, and you're like, wow, that's awesome. But I knew it was a trilogy, so I'm like, they've obviously thought this through. They know where they're going with the next one. So here comes Halloween Kills. He comes out of the basement. Mur- just goes on a brutal murdering path through the entire town. Um, a lot of people didn't like Halloween Kills for a middle movie. I was like, no, it delivers for a middle movie. Yep. It yep. is setting up for this epic third conclusion. And I can't wait to not see Michael Myers for an entire movie until the very end. And that's that's where I was a little torn. If you knew the whole time you were going to have Corey end up taking the mantle and putting the mask on, why wasn't he in the other movies? So I could have grown with his character a little more, seen him take the turn. That would have pulled me, I think, a little closer. At this point, I don't know what the point of two and three was. Now, I'm not saying three is a bad movie. I actually enjoyed watching the movie. It's the end of Michael Myers, and I get about 15 minutes of Michael Myers and Jamie Lee Curtis. I needed a lot more. At this point, he could have just died in number one, and I would have been like, this is the greatest thing ever. I don't know what addition I gained by watching him terrorize the town like the monster he is in number two to be not even really in Halloween ends. I get what they're trying to do with evil and he's the shape and evil takes on a different shape. I see what they were trying to do. It just, it kind of hurt my heart. It didn't really deliver the final scene with him and Jamie Lee Curtis. Fantastic. I loved the brutality of it. I loved how, um, in the end she was able to face her fear. And so I also like the fear storyline going on in the background. The more you face your fear, the less she was afraid of him, the weaker he actually became. And that's true, in my opinion, when it comes to something you're scared of. Never so, mind that half the town beat the crap out of him, but carry on. <laughs> well, yeah, they had to. They had to. But um, it, anyways, I, I just I felt like... I got an extra two movies, but I didn't really get anything different than the ending of the first one. And so it was just that that's kind of, I walked away disappointed. I will give some statistics. Uh, 40%. Before you you get to the statistics, can I just rebuttal a little bit on your thing? Bring it on. Yeah, bring it. Um, Him not being in that last one, I thought, I agree with you. They should have had that kid in there a little bit in those first two just to build his character. But. I feel like him introducing that kid made you the whole movie think, oh, okay, we're going to have a new Michael Myers. This is never going to end. There's going to be a new person wearing the mask. Yep, yep. That's what I thought the whole time. And then when that kid died, I'm like, oh, what are they going to do here? And what I liked about how they showed Michael Myers in that movie is they showed him, like, he's old. Like, the the dude is old, okay? The, the, The Halloween kills the movie before that. 
it was as much as unrealistic as Michael Myers could be. He was more unrealistic in that movie when the yep. whole town was around him, beating him to death. And he just gets up and kills everybody. In this one, he got pushed down. He couldn't get back up. Like he was weak. He was an old man. Um, I do want to say, and I don't know if you want to keep this in here, Michael, or not, but <laughs> the way, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but the way they kind of portrayed him and then killed him and then carried him to his death, did that remind you guys of anything? <laughs> not until you just said it like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, it. <laughs> I thought it was very weird approach, and I know a lot of stories... Uh, come from the book, but uh, that's kind of how they portrayed him. Not as, you know, that's how they killed him anyway and kind of set it up. So I thought it was very odd. Yeah, I, I didn't connect a, like a Jesus death or anything to it. Um, <laughs> well, he lived in a cave. They, <laughs> I mean, do you see what they did to his hands? They basically crucified him on that butcher's table and they lifted him and carried him. Uh, I'm just saying. I, what I did like about that scene when they did uh, finally get him to die, uh, I actually thought it was a neat segment to, you know, put him on top of the car, have him, you know, get driven through so it's like the whole town can get closure. So, um, again... The only, I, only thing I didn't like about that is they drive to the... to the whatever you would call it, the de- demolition place where Corey out. just murdered, like, four teenagers brutally. <laughs> and I don't think they cleaned it up that oh, fast. no. no. <laughs> So they it was a murder scene going, still. Oh man, that's terrible. Let's clean that up and then let's get it. <laughs> let's get him in there. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, or did we'll they just go, oh, we'll just go right past that. We want to take care of Michael here. Well, throw all those was, other bodies was in. Was the anybody pit else too. waiting just though when, when they put him in the shredder for him to grab her at the end and pull yes. her in? Was she was I feel like that? they knew what they were doing because she was like, standing there and I was like, this, I was this like, oh, come on, don't, don't do it, don't do it. I was like I, waiting for that. I was, and it was actually gonna make me pretty happy to see him like grab her pant leg and try to pull her in. I was and, like, um, one more scare. You know, obviously you know, I would want her to pull her leg out and not get shredded, but I was waiting for it for sure. I don't know if you guys ever got stuck on those videos on YouTube or TikTok when they put like random things into those shredders and yep, you keep watching yep, them get crushed. Yep. And <laughs> I, you know, everybody's looked at that and be like, I wonder what it looked like if a human went now, through that thing. And then you now, see that now, now we know. Like, now oh, my yeah. favorite um my favorite thing about the new trilogy is uh the way the director, David Gordon Green, who did all three Yep. And also a co-writer, Danny McBride, the comedic actor, helped oh, co-write all three of these movies. Uh, they really cra- crafted a story or a trilogy that is true to the original Halloween 1, 2, and 3. If you pay attention, the credits they use for each yep. movie, there's the same credits as the original 1, 2, and 3. Um, Halloween 2018 is very similar to the original Halloween, and that's probably why it's one of the most popular Halloween 2, the original Halloween 2, takes place in a hospital with Lori out of most of the movie. Same thing happens in Halloween Kills. And then in Halloween Ends, it's not the Michael Myers show. Obviously, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. And Halloween 3 is now not mostly about Michael Myers. So they kind of crafted that same story arc that John Carpenter and Deborah Hill were originally going with the original three Halloweens. Because when they originally created Halloween... They did not want Michael Myers to be the villain for every movie. They wanted an anthology series that 
that would have a different, you know, Halloween spook every year, every season. And Halloween three season of the witch was so hated. They brought him back for Halloween four, the return of Michael Myers. And, but in all means of Halloween ends, it's, it's not a perfect movie. There is some flaws. Uh, if you don't buy into the story of Corey, you're automatically going to trash the movie. And, I thought overall it was a good story and I liked the way they flowed it, but I was disappointed in how they handled the final showdown between Lori and Michael. Not really what happened on the film, but how they marketed it to the public was yep. my biggest disappointment because the whole marketing is this big final showdown between Lori and Michael and then the movie happens and you're just kind of like, well, it ends, which I'm thankful for that it ends. Cause I think that trilogy needed an ending. Uh, a few things I want to bring up that I thought were funny was I'm not a very attractive guy, but do girls, what? aggressively? come on, John, do girls aggressively flirt with guys the way she was flirting with Corey? In that movie? Does that actually happen in real life? Or, or am I just that ugly that I just found it that annoying? Like, can you guys like help me out here in understanding this? Let's just be clear. Never happened to me. <laughs> Because I'm just watching it, and you know, there's like, oh, you brought me, you brought him to me, you know, at the hospital. And then she's all like, oh, you're going to teach me how to ride? And I'm just like, what is, I've seen other movies like this, but I don't think this is that type of movie. (laughs) John, I think the, I think the problem is, you know, as you mentioned, and I do think he did a good job, Danny McBride. Well, Danny McBride has a lot of money, so that's just how he's used to girls flirting. So (laughs) there it is. He's like, that makes sense now. I didn't think of that. He's like, I think this is normal, right? Yeah, just oh, yeah. write it in the screenplay. Would put girls it in think you are attractive? This is how they talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I thought was funny was when, uh, spoilers here, when Corey goes to the doctor's house and and they get rid of the doctor and that girl and Michael Myers pops out, you know? How did Michael get to that house with Corey? Did he ride on the back of the motorcycle with Corey? <laughs> you know he did. <laughs> Just held on. <laughs> Let me tell you about That's something my best in my head friend. That I thought was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then my other favorite part was how uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is writing this memoir, the story about yep. her encounters with Michael. And at the very end, she talks about how he doesn't have a memorial, he doesn't have a funeral plot, he will be forgotten. And she writes that in her novel. Which people will read, people will remember forever. So, so those are a few of the funny things I thought in the movie or quirks that I wanted to bring up with you guys. It was, and I, I didn't think about it till afterwards. If you guys watch a pitch meeting with Ryan George, I think is his name. He does these videos on YouTube where he talks as a movie executive and a movie writer and the movie writers trying to pitch the movie to the movie executives. Huge shout out to him because he does one for Halloween ends and a lot of them are hilarious, but this one for Halloween ends is really funny too. So I, I I will touch on the uh, statistics. Uh, Halloween ends 40% critic rotten tomatoes, 57% score on the audience. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up was the box office. I'm always tracking the box office grossed 41 million opening weekend. That is in conjunction with, you know, uh, streaming on Peacock same day. It had an 80% drop off. It's top five biggest drop offs ever. You think it's because people were like, this is on Peacock. 
<laughs> I think that has a huge part of it, and then also the disappointment from the yeah. fans. I'm gonna so, say it's more the disappointment because it's not like we're releasing this movie in January or February, where that yeah. type of drop off of this. We're right in Halloween, man. There's no other, you know, scary movie really coming out yet at the box office. So you would think it would be consistent. Well, I'll I'll tell you this. Uh, I'll talk about that right now too. So anyway, if, yeah, forty-one million down to eight million, which is an eighty percent drop off. So so far, it's made fifty-four million against its thirty million dollar budget. It's going to be successful financially. Let's talk about a horror movie that I've brought up a few times now. This and I still haven't seen this, and now I really want to. It's called Smile. Smile, twenty-two million opening weekend. 18 million second weekend, 18% drop. 12.5 million, 32% drop. In its fourth weekend, it did more than Halloween ends. It did 8.5 million, just another 32% drop. It's now done 85 million domestically in four weekends. And everyone's talking about how good Smile is. So if you're looking to get the the scary thrills for Halloween, that's the go-to movie this year, not Halloween ends. Well, Smile, PG-13, or R, I just don't remember. Rated R. Okay. That's pretty good, then. But yeah, for a, for a tri- trilogy, guys, I would, I, you know, for the whole trilogy, I'd probably give it two and a half, three out of five stars, maybe, for the whole trilogy. Technically, really. it's a quadruple movie, though. But for the, I just really think ends kind of, it disappointed me in a sense, the way it was marketed. It was done dirty. I, I'm well, not mad with, with, with a three out of five. Um, um, and then speaking of, you know, you brought up David Gordon Green. He's the one who directed them all. And then Danny McBride writing. They've teamed up with Bloomhouse Productions. I don't know if you heard about this yet, but they are going going to be doing the next trilogy is going to be an Exorcist trilogy. Mm-hmm. And they are currently in the works on that now. Really? Yep. Are they, is it like a revamp or what? They had no idea. I just I I know that that's what they are currently working on, and uh, so they are going to be. I'm um, guessing, knowing them, it will be a direct sequel to the first one. <laughs> if, I was going to say the way that they've been doing it. The first one's so iconic. I, yep. That'd be weird to redo that. Let's wait and see if the old uh, wives' tales hold true, and see how many people die on the sets of these new movies. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be uh, special counselors there now to talk people through things. And it is, it is crazy. Have, did you guys ever see any like documentaries or anything on that movie when it came out? Oh, yeah, I saw some. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. The that was just a crazy time when that movie came out. Like it was, it was something. All right, you guys want to play this new wild game we got? What do you got, Ryan? We came up with a new game. We'll see what happens with it. It's called Movie Roulette. What it is, is we pick... <laughs> some of us pick some movies. Some of us are doing it a different way. We're going to see what works. We're spitballing here. We're experimenting. Uh, we're going to have a, a random amount of movies that you have to... Uh, you're going to get the... You have to answer questions to get you to that question. So you'll ask this or that. You pick this. It goes to another question, which goes to another question which eventually leads you to one of the movies. Um, I can start it off. I have 16 movies in mind. And who who am I asking this one to? Is it John? John. I have 16 movies in mind. John is going to get one of these movies based on his answers to my questions. 
Um, this will be much easier to understand instead of me explaining it, probably. And then I'll have to watch the movie and give a review next week yes. on the podcast. The fun part of this is we have to watch these movies. Now Most of all, them are not good. So it's either going to be a punishment or maybe a reward if you're lucky. Yes. So it, yes. let me recap here. So what I'm hearing is that this game is essentially like a, what, a reverse March Madness bracket. So you start asking questions and then as you go through the bracket, through the series of questions, because each answer will lead you down the bracket further. And then at the end of the bracket, which for other people is the beginning of the bracket, is a movie to where it's just randomized by our answers that, that we'll watch that movie and then give a review of it next week. That is correct. Interesting. Okay. You explained that way better than I did, Michael. Thank I'm going to explain it way better right now. Who at their jobs has a really confusing workflow chart that you can never really figure out? Yes. Boom. This is that bracket. Yes. <laughs> this is that bracket. Yes. Uh, so next week, we're all going to be reviewing these movies. So tune in because it could be pretty interesting. So uh, all right. I'm going to list the movies for you in no particular order, John, of the movies you may have to watch in, re- in review next week. Maybe you've seen some of these a long time ago. Maybe you haven't. Uh, but here we go. Dale and Tucker versus Evil. <laughs> nice. I don't know if you've seen that movie. It's pretty good. I movie. like that one, actually. Yeah, that, I actually like that movie. Cocoon. Short Circuit. Monster Squad. Howard the Duck. Dark Man. On Golden Pond. Ugh. <laughs> Can I batteries watch it with my not. <laughs> batteries not included. <laughs> Mac and Me. Hard Target, starring Jean Claude Van Damme. Ooh. Double Impact, starring Jean Claude Van Damme Ooh. and Jean Claude Van Damme. Hard to Kill, Steven Seagal. Problem Child Two. Baby's Day Out. Dances with Wolves. Mister mm-hmm. Holland's Opus. I hope I don't get Dancing with Wolves, man. That movie is long. <laughs> like four <It's> hours? Out <laughs> <laughs> of all the movies I'm on there. I'm watching that on Fast Forward, man. <laughs> that is the most highly now, decorated movie or the most popular movies of that year, and it is the worst one to watch. See, this is what I hate about this game, because I am very selective now of what movies I watch. Like, if it's a bad, poorly reviewed movie, or if it's just something like there, I don't feel like, I don't want to give two hours of my time to watch this movie. Like, I would rather watch something I know I'm going to enjoy or something that's going to intrigue me. So this is what I really hate about this game is I'm going to have to watch something that I know I don't want to watch and I'm going to have to take my time to watch it and it, it's going to frustrate me. I can't wait till you get on Golden Pond and you're like, it was the most sweetest movie I've ever seen. I felt like there was only one movie missing from Ryan's list and it was Brian's song. <laughs> You said Mac and me, and the uh, only thing I can think of is every time Paul Rudd is yeah. on Conan O'Brien, and he shows that scene from Mac uh, and me. That's I'm, all I know about that movie. This too. game is going to suck. Hey, Paul Rudd, if I get oh. Mac and me, will you watch it with me? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let me know. Like, oh, that's... That bit, if you have never seen it, like I, I don't even know how many times Paul Rudd's been on there. It's like a, it's like ten times, oh, but he geez. shows it every single time, and it is the right. funniest bit. All right, all right, Ryan, let's get this rolling. Okay, here we go. First question, John. 
Ham sandwich or turkey sandwich? Ham sandwich. Okay. Mario Mario Kart or Madden? Ooh, Madden. Okay. Washcloth or a loofah? Uh, washcloth. Okay. Toy Story 1 or Toy Story 2? Toy Story 1. Okay. Oh, you have to you have to watch Dark Man starring Liam Neeson. Yeah, not bad. I've never even heard of that. I've never <laughs> heard of that movie. It's one of the is first the superhero one, movies. Sam Raimi. Did Sam Raimi direct that one? I, can't I don't remember. remember. I remember Dark watching Man. it when I was very young. Oh it was, yes, it I is Sam Raimi. Yes, I've heard of it before. I've heard of it. I haven't seen it, but I've like the seen Dark clips Man of it. So I, think I, think I think you'll enjoy it. I'm actually not going to be disappointed in this. This is one I have been wanting to watch, so now I'll be forced to it. And uh, don't let me down, Liam Neeson or Sam Raimi. <laughs> All right. What was what was his other choice if he would have said Toy Story 2? Uh, hold on, let me look here. He would have got... He would have gotten Mac and me. <laughs> so close. And I would have said Toy Story 2. <laughs> Toy Story 2 was better. It was. Uh, I always remember enjoying Toy Story 1 more than 2 for some reason. All right. <laughs> Who wants to go next? Oh, my gosh. I'll go last because I did different than I think what everybody else did. Jay, you want to go next? All right, I'll go next. So I'm reading to Mike. So I won't read all my movies off. Gosh. <laughs> but, Mike, I mean, you can... Here's just a couple choices for you. You could end up watching uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day or Ooh. Deliverance. So oh, you, gotta, oh, you gotta really be careful with how you pick here. Another are you, option. Are you gonna give us the, all of your movies eventually, or what? Uh, if yeah, I, do you want me just to name them? Yeah, out? I want to. Yeah. I want to see what some of the bad choices are that he has to get. Okay. So okay, Terminator Two, uh, Judgment Day, or Deliverance. Uh, her. I don't know if you guys ever remember oh, the movie oh, Her <laughs> with Walking Phoenix. <laughs> Uh, whiplash, life is beautiful. Dude, where's my car? Hey, that's Twelve, a good one. twelve years a slave. Hey. Amadeus, Parasite, Saving oh. Private Ryan, huh? Hot Fuzz. Oh, uh, Morbius. Hey. Atonement. Mm. Uh, Pan's Labyrinth, <laughs> or Avatar. Those are not bad movies. Yeah, else, like bro. half of like, those are okay. I would be like, there's, dude, there's about half of those I never want to sit down and watch. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, I, I would right. fall asleep within 10 minutes of half of those. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I tried to make them where you could end up doing something good or it's going to go pretty bad for you. So. This almost sounds like a Michael's top 16 movie list. He's going to love it. All right, Mike. <clears throat> Do you prefer our random games on our podcast, or do you prefer draft segments? Random games. Oof. Ryan or John? <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear, the other side of the other side of my bracket yeah. was Mike or Jay. So you just chose this side, Ryan or John. It worked out perfectly because I didn't. It, you chose that side. There's no winning here. <laughs> Pick. <laughs> what a great question. 
Thank you. <laughs> Mike, I did go to your father's funeral. Just, <laughs> just, oh, just to make sure you guys uh, see it. I've got Mike and Jay on this side, Ryan and John on this I mean, side. It's taken I've, him this long to answer, so I'm going to answer for him. Ryan. I, I'm, I've known John longer, so I'm going to go with John. I wish my heart hurts. Wow. All right, John. All right, Mike. Car or truck? Car. Jacket or hoodie? Jacket. (laughs) You, sir. I cannot wait to hear your review of Joaquin Phoenix's Her. (laughs) No! No! I told you to pick Ryan. <laughs> what was his two options oh, if you pick terrible. Ryan? <laughs> okay, hold on. So, because you picked John and you, it was car or truck, you said car. So, your option was either her or life is beautiful. And you got mm-hmm. her. If you went truck, you would have got ju- Terminator 2 Judgment Day oh. or, or Deliverance. Oh. Um, and you probably would have got that because the next question was Mac or PC. And if you picked Mac, it would have been Judgment Day. Oh. Oh. Anyways. What a terrible Boy, if this watch. game is not a metaphor oh. for life in general. Yeah. And then for Ryan's side of the bracket, if you chose Ryan, you would have been picking between Ice Cream Cone and Snow Cone. And what then going. Pick? What would he pick, Mike? Ice Cream Cone? Ice or Cream Snow Cone. Okay. Ice Cream. Okay. Then it would have been uh, Dine In or Delivery. Delivery. Dude, where's my car? Oh, oh man. <laughs> you could watch her. I told you to go with rides. <laughs> man, this oh. is great. <laughs> he went for who he thought was the most sensitive over that pick, and he picked me over that. And now you now you know why you pick with your heart, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're watching her. <laughs> they say that no good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> I've never right. heard. I've never even heard anybody that watched that movie. <laughs> Ryan's losing it. I've never what's, seen him laugh like that. Before. What's funny about this movie is actually like critically acclaimed and crap. <laughs> We're all happy. Like it's the worst movie of all time. <laughs> I need to see the. It's about a guy falling in love with a computer. Like, and it's like by Noah Baumbach, a great filmmaker. <laughs> it's critically acclaimed. Was nominated for Oscars. And we're like, oh my gosh. It has a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. I remember when 82% audience score. I remember when this movie came out and I just could oh, not. Oh no, it's Spike Jones. I apologize. Not Noah Bombeck, Spike Jones. Oh, my stomach. And I just couldn't believe the storyline of this movie. I've never watched it. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, man. This is a All terrible right. game. Bike. Bike, you got to read for Ryan. A sensitive and soulful man earns a living by writing personal letters for other people. Left heartbroken after his marriage ends, Theodore becomes fascinated with a new operating system, which reportedly <laughs> develops into an intuitive and unique entity in its own right. He starts the program and meets Samantha. Oh, played by Scarlett Johansson. Um, oh, this can be a review for you. Get a different review for next week. Uh, okay. Well, oh, don't give it away. I've never. I don't know anything about this movie. Okay. <laughs> 
Oh, this game's terrible. I can't. You have to record yourself watching this. I, I want to make sure you watch it. Okay. I can't wait till Amber gets. To, what are you watching? I, I saw this movie with Jaco Phoenix, who was the Joker, a gladiator, and I thought, you know, uh, uh, we, we really like that actor, and we'll watch this movie her. Uh, okay. All right. Already spent 20 bucks to oh, watch man. it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, gentlemen, here are my movies I'll be reading to Ryan. In no particular order, <clears throat> we bought a zoo. Elysium. Oh, they're all Matt Damon. The Martian. The Great Wall. Oh. Downsizing. Oh, no. Oh, Matt Damon. Suburbicon. Oh, man. Oh. The Adjustment Bureau. They're not even the good Matt Damon one. The Brothers Grimm. Oh. oh. And then here's a hilarious hard left turn, again, in no particular order. Mr. Nobody. Suicide Squad. Oh, no. Don't tell me they're Jared Leto's. Morbius. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the Little Things. <laughs> Requiem for a Dream. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. Predestination. <laughs> and then I there's mean, Predestination. <laughs> After Earth. Oh, oh. The guy doesn't even have a good movie. <laughs> and G- Geely. Oh, ben Affleck should have for Lopez. Oh, oh, so happy. God. My TV's going to break if I turn that on. I'm so oh, happy. Oh, oh, no, I got the worst. Is there was ever a good movie in that whole list? Oh. I don't. Uh, there was a couple Matt Damon ones, maybe. Oh, my God. Please let me get the a Matt Martians Damon in there. Movie. Please let me get a Matt Damon movie. All right. <laughs> Ryan. Oh, yeah. Ketchup or ranch? Mm. First of all, do you have this predetermined written down? Because I feel like you're going to, no matter what, give me a terrible Jared Leto movie. You have my word that this is an exact fixed bracket. How far that goes. Um, ranch. <laughs> ranch. That I did with pencil and I have an eraser. <laughs> Zombies or vampires? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good question. Zombies or vampires? Well, I'm on a zombie kick right now, so I'm going to go zombies. Cookies or brownies? Cookies. Markers or crayons? Crayons. You will be watching The Adjustment Bureau. Okay, I don't well, know what that is, but it sounds way better movie. than G. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a good movie. You, uh, this was going to be, I had it stacked to where it was pretty much left side. It's not terrible. Right side. You are bent over a desk. (laughs) Thank God I'm from South Dakota and everybody loves ranch. Uh, Thank you for raising me right. All right. So when I did my bracket and they explained the rules, even though they are much clearer tonight, I did not fully under grasp the idea behind it. And so I did mine kind of like a Dungeons and Dragons game where, you know, you enter a hallway and there's two doors. You pick a door and either you're done with the game or you move on to the next set of doors. So, Jay, 
give you a clue. These are all Brad Pitt movies. So okay. Brad Pitt is in every movie. And the first question that leads to the two doors and one door does lead to a movie if you pick incorrect. Do you like Brad Pitt movies? Yes or no? Yes, I do. The door opens. Now we're proceeded with the next set of two doors. Perfect. Do you prefer Brad Pitt action movies or Brad Pitt drama movies? I mean, my one of my favorite ones is kind of a drama action, so it's really hard for me to choose right now. Which door are you opening? Okay. Let's continue on this path, and I am opening the door with drama. Keep going. Ooh. The drama door opens, and your story continues. Would you prefer a... Brad Pitt drama movie where a police officer is involved or a Brad Pitt drama movie which is based on real life? Let's go a Brad Pitt drama with police officer involved. This is where your journey ends on the story. (laughs) The movie you are going to watch with Brad Pitt is called The Devil's Own starring Brad Pitt and Harrison Ford. Star-studded cast. It can't be bad, Jay, even though I've never heard of it. Yeah, I've never heard of that. I'm going to have to look it up right now. <laughs> I looked it up and read it and didn't Good get luck. the greatest reviews. It had a $90 million budget when it was released in like 97 or 96. Whoa. Or 97, yeah. It had really? a $90 million budget. So it might have. It might not be a bad movie, but for the amount of money they put into it, it was not critically well-received, but it was not a critically well-received Brad Pitt movie. I'm, I'm excited. I actually, I've never even heard of it, so I'm actually excited. Sweet. Cool. Well, there Dang, you have I it. Wish, I wanted to keep going, though. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to pick the other option, real life? Yeah, real life. Do you prefer Brad Pitt shirtless or clothed? Shirtless. Don't even. Don't even question. Now you get to watch Legends of the Fall. <laughs> <laughs> and you he's got the- pretty much shirtless the entire time. <laughs> oh, that is funny, John. So what do we all got? I have right. to review the Adjustment Bureau next week. I actually forgot what I had. <laughs> John, you have Dark Man. Oh yeah, Dark Man. I have, I have her. <laughs> <laughs> I have the devil's own starring Brad Pitt oh. and Harrison Ford. I cannot wait for your review next week. <laughs> this is terrible. If you come with a mustache, I'm going to be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that creepy mustache. Yep. My life has been changed for other gentlemen. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. That was fun. Stay t- or Listen next week for the uh, reviews. Let's draft, boys. It's draft time. Okay, tonight's draft order. John, number one, J2... Ryan three and Mike is four all time horror movie draft or for all you people that don't understand that word all time scary movie draft John kick it off what is the 101 
There's a lot of great ones out there, Ryan, and I don't want to disappoint in this first pick. So I think there's a route where I can play it safe, and there's a route where I can go with a personal favorite. And I think a personal favorite is going to get me some booze from the audience here. So I'm going to play it safe. You know, I don't want to disappoint my fans, and I'm going to take uh, Halloween off the board as my 101. It is one mm. of my favorite core good slashers. Movie. Good movie. And That's a good pick. I I had that also as my 101. So, and it's going to be the uh, it's going to be the original. And my favorite part of the Halloween movies is the music score that John Carpenter created to go along with that. That is one of the best composed music music or score, whatever you call it, in Hollywood. It, I agree. I agree. That was a great pick. Well, Gee. John, you made you made my choice easier then. Um, I'm glad you went with... I don't know what you mean. You're not going with your personal favorite. I mean, that There's is, another movie. If it falls back to me, I'll let you know if it gets picked before. I'll okay. let you know again. But there's another movie that Man. I would put it up there with that I can watch. There's probably another one or two movies that I can watch every Halloween or every... And still be as hmm. satisfied as that movie. Okay. I mean, I, I'm just saying Halloween is... It's a great pick. It was definitely my one of one. <laughs> I so went, now that, I played it safe and it worked. Okay, it worked. It worked. <laughs> now that that's off the board, I'm going to go with what my personal favorite is, um, and this is one that it was literally rated R because of the tear that it brought. It says rated R for tear, and when you watch this movie, it's. I love the look, John. When you watch this movie, it is so creepy. There is so... Uh, it's from director James Wan. He went to the board and said, why is it rated R? Like, is there something I can do to change it? And they said, you would literally have to change the entire feel of the movie to make it not rated R. And he said, okay, I'm, I'm going to roll with it. And it turned into a very successful franchise with a bunch of spinoffs that I don't necessarily care for, but I love the first two movies. I'm taking the first one, The Conjuring. Mm. I thought you were going with Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Fast and Furious 7. I figured you would take that for your first pick, Jay. I know you love those movies. Those I'm surprised you went so new school for your first pick, Jay, to be honest with you. Hey, I'm, it's a personal favorite of mine. I I had never really been into the, you know, um, demon-possessed movies. A lot of them get really dark, but this is actually one uh, where God wins in the end, and it is still just such an in, intense, scary movie. I, I love it. Playing at your local Christian churches this Halloween, yeah, The Conjuring. I don't know why they won't. <laughs> well, Jay, I, I'm glad you picked that um, because... I thought you were going to take something else there. So now I can kind of reconfigure how my draft is going to be because I don't think Michael's going to pick one of the two that I want. So with my first pick, I will pick The Thing. Hmm. Interesting. Another John Carpenter movie. That is correct. So back-to-back picks for old Mikey Fresh here. I chose to pick movies from the horror genre that I personally enjoyed regardless of success or critic acclaim. Mm. Um, going with the heart here, is that what you're saying? Man? Going with the heart. So the first one I'm going to take 
is um, uh, the remake of It, Chapter One. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's my first one. And then I'm going to double check a pick here real quick. The highest grossing movie at the domestic box office. <laughs> you went with your heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Very good movie. Though. <clears throat> one of the things I loved so much about that It Chapter 1 is because it felt like Stranger Things to me. I was just watching a rated R Stranger Things, mm-hmm. and yeah. they they really had that '80s vibe, and I I really I, I really enjoyed that first one. Yes. So you're saying they stole that from Stranger Things? I'm saying they did take an actor and they <sighs> took they took a vibe from Stranger Things, and it paid off. All right, Mike, what's your next pick? For my next pick, I'm going to take um, a newer movie um, that is terrifying that uh, created some good memories and stories amongst some of us in the group here. I'm going to go with Lights Out. Mm. I'm going to be honest. I have never watched Lights Out yet. Well, that sucks for you, buddy. And it's not because I don't want to. It's because I am too terrified to watch it. <laughs> it is a pretty scary movie. It, is. it messes with you. It, it yeah. does. You like, will sleep with a little light on that night when you watch that movie. Like I'm like this eh, little nope, light of mine. All right, I'm I saw the to... I saw the trailer for that, and I was like, "Nope, I'm good." Yeah. <laughs> All right, for my second pick, I'm going to pick one of probably the movie, one of the movie franchises, and still super scary watching it today. It was one of the first scary movies that I saw, and it really freaked me out. And it is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. the one in nineteen seventy four is what I'm taking. That something about those seventies movies with that greeny look and how they did it, man. Yep. That movie you should watch that thing today and you are freaked out when you're driving. It's almost worse somewhere. now. It is. It's man. And it's based off of a true events. Like it's it's pretty scary. All right, Jay. Interesting, Ryan. You went a completely different way than I thought you were going to, but Mm. not mad about it. Um, I just know one of your other favorites is still out there on the board. It is. Two of my other favorites are out there, but I got to go with the one that always scared the bejesus out of me forever. Yeah, no. Yeah, I I get you on that. Uh, So for my second pick, I'm going to go with one that I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, John, you probably be mad I'm taking it off the board. Don't take it. Well, there's two that you don't want me to take. I'm going to take one of them. Um, and so I am going to take uh, The Silence of the Lambs. Um, and so that's just always been a uh, favorite of mine when it comes to the horror genre. I didn't even write that movie down. I forgot all about it. John, that's like one of your favorites. I what know. are you talking about? I didn't even write it down. Well, I'm I, not I mad. I'm just disappointed. I know wow. what your next one is. I, I wasn't going to take that one from you. Wow. That is a great movie. I love Silence of the Lambs. It is yep. great a psychological movie. Well, I would probably have taken that if I would have thought of it. Um, now I'm completely flustered. Uh, in all honesty, the next two movies I were talking about, I go back to back here, right? So the next two movies I was talking about where I put them on par as kind of my favorite horror movies is you're so take... you're so confused I was waiting for you to go I don't even know Geely I guess I'm taking Geely at this point I'm taking Geely and her terrified back to back. <laughs> I'm gonna take uh, Scream off the board now 
um, Wes Craven and Kevin Williamson, what they crafted there with that story is just phenomenal. And I had, I was going to start a tradition when I got my own house and I was an adult, I was going to watch scream every Halloween. And so every Halloween I started watching scream and that was the tradition I was going to do because this was one of my favorite horror movies. And then I get married and my wife cannot watch any scary movies. (laughs) She cannot watch them. Like, she tried to watch the conjuring. I think she made it through the whole movie, but she was below the blanket the whole time covering her head. Like she was that scared of the movie. And we go to watch scream. Cause I tell her we're sorry for, for first year married. I'm like, Hey, we're going to watch scream on Halloween. Cause this is a tr- tradition. I want to do. I want to watch scream every Halloween. She couldn't even get through the first scene with Drew Barrymore in the movie. She <laughs> wow. got that scared over it. Are she you was serious? Like, she was like, nope, I'm out. That is, that's too <laughs> realistic. Wow. I can't even watch this. I'm out. And I was just like, what? what? And so just like that, that tradition died. <laughs> <laughs> tradition. Just like that. <laughs> but I just, that's one of my favorite scarier horror movies is Scream. Uh, my next pick here is another personal favorite one of mine that I can watch every year and still be just as entertained by that movie, and that is Gremlins. I'm going to take Gremlins Ooh, off the nice. board now. That yeah. is, for some reason, I could, if it's on TNT or TBS or anything, I'm watching it. Like I, I love that movie a lot. I'm going to take that off the board. That is, I didn't have that on my list, but that is, I love that movie. I try to pick movies that I'm scared of, but that... That is one, Gremlins is one of my favorite movies. That was a great pick. I had Gremlins, actually. It was towards the bottom of my 16. I was wondering if it would fall back to me, but no, it, it, it's a good pick. Um, man, John, that is, again, not one of the two that I thought you were going to really? pick. Really? Really. Mm. Uh, so it's still on the board, and I'm going to take it. You just I, don't know me as well as you do, brother. Um, This, it's... It's one of my favorites. Um, I recently, I say recently, within the last three years, I did get to rewatch these um, because my wife had never seen them. She she does think they're great movies. Um, I will go with the second one, and that is Aliens. Mm-hmm. But the whole Alien franchise is great. Alien and Aliens. And that's really where I thought you were going to go, John, because I know you that love those movies as well. Fifth movie on my list, Aliens. So <clears throat> we do a family movie night once a week, as you know. And my son just had his birthday, and we let the kids pick a movie, and he picked Alien for his movie. And Whoa. nobody in my house has ever watched that. Wow. Besides me. And we sat, and I thought, I didn't think, like, I thought all my kids were going to, because it's older, you know, and the dialogue back then. And yep, yep. I thought they were going to watch this and be so bored. And I'm telling you, everybody. My wife and my three kids were all on the edge of their seat. Their anxiety was high the whole time. Oh, yeah. They were freaked out. I couldn't believe how well that movie held up still. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wait till yep. they watch Aliens now. I was going to yeah. say, and the Ooh. second one holds up like it, even more. It is such an action-packed movie. It's, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. There's some... <laughs> when... When uh, the captain is in the air duct and that alien comes up behind him and is like... Whoa! <laughs> It's like the worst. <laughs> All right. Well, Jay, I am glad you picked uh, Alien because you leave me the one I was I was worried you were going to take right there, and I'm going to go with Wes Craven's Baby. And as a child, probably my favorite 
horror franchise, and that is the original Nightmare on Elm Street with Freddy Krueger. Yep. Mike? All right. Um, I'm finishing up my list here, right? That's right. That's right. Okay. I'm going to go with two movies that just freaked me out. Like, they're not your go-to horror movies. They, they just, they, they, they took up space rent-free in my brain. And uh, the first one is um, The Strangers. And then the other one, um, I have probably not seen this movie in at least a decade just because I don't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole. Um, just because, and I'll see if anybody can guess what it is by this word, mm-hmm. but the eerie feeling that it gives you, I hate it. I can't stand it. Beetlejuice. Really? What? Can't stand you're being, it. You're being you're facetious, right? You I'm not. I hate me. Beetlejuice. Freaks me out. Are you serious? That's more I'm like a comedy. Serious. You're afraid I of love Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice I love that movie Freaks too. me out. It's a comedy, and it, it's funny. The I had just read an article. You know, people are, you know, watching it through the lens of twenty twenty two, and they're like, "Man, there that movie is so misogynistic. Why do people?" I read a whole article, and it was like, "I don't understand why people think that Beetlejuice is such a good guy and a good character." And that person got lit up in the what Facebook is he comments, talking about? and they were like, "He's supposed he's the bad guy. He's literally the bad yeah. guy of the movie." Yeah. Like, there's a, you're I not was supposed to it to be more like Cat in the Hat. <laughs> you're not supposed to cheer for him. Yeah, he's lewd. He's crude. Um, but yeah, I've never I never watched that scare. Now I will say there are some scenes when I was a kid, like when they're like stretching their faces out and doing some weird things that it it creeped me out but i i still liked the movie that's crazy beetlejuice so what's your four mike now point of order on myself technically that's listed as a comedy and a fantasy and i thought it was listed as horror so do you want me to i think i'll give that to you yeah Okay. If it scared you that much, you want to pick in your top four horror movies, I'll let you have it. My <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so It, Chapter One, Lights Out, The Strangers, and Beetlejuice. You know, interestingly, my wife doesn't watch Gremlins because that movie freaks her out so much. Really? Yeah, and, and that's yeah. that's the important distinction. Beetlejuice doesn't scare me. It just creeps me out. Like there's just something about it. Like I think you said it three times now, Mike. So be careful tonight. <laughs> At what? <laughs> just, just. Oh my God! Uh, he's coming. <laughs> oh get nuts. Let's get nuts. It just clicked in John's head. <laughs> At what? It's showtime. <laughs> like, at what point of the movie did it creep you out that bad, Mike? I'm just wondering. Like, at what point of the movie were you just like, um, you just, your anxiety goes to the roof or whatever? Uh, it's definitely toward the beginning because it's it's like when when they first die and there's okay. like that creepy transition to the afterlife and everything's just real. Like the the word the word I would use to describe that movie is unsettling. Gotcha. Okay. It's not scary. It's unsettling. And gotcha. so like that feeling that it gives me, I'm just like, Ugh. and then like. I distinctly remember the last time I watched it for some reason when they shrink down to the the 
landscape at Beetlejuice's level, and then all the grass yeah. is like a styrofoam bed padding or something. Yeah. Just, it was is weird. This is weird. Do you like other Tim Burton movies? Out of curiosity, yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. Tim Burton <laughs> thing. Okay, no, totally. <laughs> Batman, right. Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas, like the rest of the stuff, I'm fine. I was just making okay. sure. All right, uh, man, there's so many good movies on the list still, but there I have is. to go. So many good ones. I have to go with a movie that I've always enjoyed. I watch it at least once a year. Um, I don't know anybody else that enjoys this movie as much as I do. I just love it. It's one of my favorite horror movies that is out there. Uh, Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to pick. Love that movie. I you watch it, watch once it a year. every year. Every year, I, I just love it. I could watch it all the time. I just love that movie. You want to talk uh, about a movie that's unsettling? Poltergeist is yeah, unsettling. It is super I, unsettling. That I I only watched that a couple times in my life, and I think the last time I was just a fresh teenager. I. That nope. Me out. Yep. Nope. I don't. You should like try watching that when you're younger, like back in my. Well, you guys kind of had it too for a while, but the TVs that would turn to snow, like yeah, yep, shut, yes. shut it off, shut it off, shut it off. Yep, shut it off. So, quick story. Yeah. My version of that story, Ryan, is um, I was mm, somewhere thirteen to fifteen. I don't know. I don't remember when the movie came out, but uh, my. I have two older sisters and the second sister had just gone off to college. And so I, I got, I finally got my own room. I didn't have to share a room anymore. So I had, you know, the little box TV, you know, in there and whatever. And, uh, uh, I had just watched within the last few days I had watched the ring and, uh, so I'm down in my room. It's a, it was a, my room was a, uh, a garage that was converted into, you know, a bedroom. And so all I have is like a prison window on the side of the, on the side of the room, um, you know, concrete walls, the whole deal. And so I'm laying there, um, watching something. The room is pitch black other than the TV. And all of a sudden the thing cuts to snow and, and I had the volume up pretty good too. So, I don't even remember anything between the moment that I was laying in bed and I was flat back against the wall with the light switch on because I got there so fast. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, I yank the, the cord out of the wall and I'm like, nope. And I slept with some lights on that night. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, that's no turned on. If you ever, when I was small, it was Poltergeist. Your guys' age would be the ring. But when that snow comes on, yeah, yeah that freaks you out. It's funny because I think everyone has like a, a ring or Poltergeist story. I remember when we had watched it, John, and it was like the seven days later or whatever. And I could not for the life of me figure out like John was stuck to mom's hip like glue. I was terrified. Uh, So to be clear, I was in fourth or fifth grade when our mom (laughs) took us to watch this movie because in theaters uh, because our mom was like, 
like you know she loved horror movies and so she takes me and jade like she's like we have to go watch this movie it's getting great reviews we're gonna watch it so we watch it now so you know i, I go to school and i'm like all to all, all my buddies i'm like oh watch the ring and they're like oh no way I'm like yeah blah 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 i'm so cool and then you know so the whole week oh, i'm so cool blah 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 and then it gets to day seven and then it like settles into me. This is the seventh day. And I, I am now terrified. And I'm trying to stay awake all night with my eyes glued on the TV. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to sleep. I'm watching this TV, blah, 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 blah. And I'm terrified. I'm trying to stay awake. Well, at some point, I fall asleep on the couch. And at some point, my mom sees me sleeping on the couch. And she realizes it's really late. And at some point, it clicks in her head oh it's the seventh day so what does she do oh she turns no. on the static channel <laughs> and turns it as loud as possible so at some point i wake up and we'll just say we had to get a new couch <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome your mom did that oh so, so funny, funny. Luckily, I, do, I, I, I was alive the next day I have one weird story about sitting there and staring at a TV. It was like, I'm not young at this point. I'm like 13 or 14. And I remember sitting in my basement and I'm, I'm bored. It's like summer day and I'm just bored sitting there staring at a blank TV. And as I'm staring at it, I can see my reflection of myself sitting in the recliner staring at this TV. And then I swear on everything I know that my reflection in the TV got up from the chair and started walking towards me. I ran up the stairs <laughs> no. so fast. I, no. I like, yeah. How old were you? I, I was like 13 or 14. I still yeah, remember what, uh, that picture. What, what, of that. what were you doing in the basement? <laughs> I was just sitting there. I would, <laughs> I'm telling you, I was staring. I was sitting there. I don't know if I was waiting for a friend to come over or what I was doing, but I'm just sitting there staring at the blank TV. <laughs> It's moving. Right. I was thinking Ryan might have just discovered his first beer. And- Ryan, Ryan, recap your four, and then Jay, make your pick quick. All right. My four, the Texas, or the thing, I picked number one, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974, Nightmare on Elm Street, and Poltergeist, the 80s version. Now, fun fact about Poltergeist, I think that was the movie that introduced the PG-13 rating, correct? That is correct. Yeah, there was yeah, yeah, nothing too gory. Before that, it was just PG and R, and then Spielberg made Poltergeist to make the PG-13 rating, oh, is what I recall. Oh, interesting. I did not know I that. I think it was the producer on Poltergeist. Yep. And he made that movie to show the ratings board that there has to be a difference between PG and R. All right, Jay, your last pick. All right, so real quick recap. I've got The Conjuring, I've got The Silence of the Lambs, and I've got Aliens. So at this point, I do want to grab one that I grew up with. It's classified as a horror. And it was just one of the funnest movies, I think, growing up watching. Um, It does have the, you know, the scary elements to it. But the bottom line is it it was just a fun movie. Um, I'm going to pick the Blade franchise, Blade Hmm. and Blade 2. Love both of them. Great movies. Blade Not two, Blade huh? three. Blade two is a great movie. It's a fantastic movie. Hmm. Till Wesley Snipes went all crazy on Blade three. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading something the other day about how they had to uh, 
they had to, he wouldn't open his eyes. Yep. Yeah. And so they had to do computer graphics with his eyes open during one of goes, the scenes. He like goes full character for every movie, you know, because he's such a great character actor, Wesley Snipes. So he was like <laughs> Blade throughout the entire shooting of the Blade franchise. And I would love to hear like a commentary movie of Blade Trinity with like the, the, the director doing it because he tells some horror stories about how Wesley Snipes acted. I think Blade it was, 3. yeah, I think it was Blade 2. He was so in character and him and the director weren't getting along. And it was something like, I think he might have been a producer or something on the second movie. And he would, he wouldn't talk to the director. He would just leave post it notes. Uh, yep in different places around the set for the projector or the, the director or whatever. I can't wait till they make the movie of blade being made into a movie. Yep. <laughs> That's going to be a great movie. Well, and blade two, it, it was from the legendary visionary of uh, Gilmero del Toro. So great movie guys. This is a shocker and I'm the, I have the last pick here, but Every movie I wrote in my top four has fallen to me here. And I think it just shows how we have different takes on horror horror movies and stuff right here. This movie scared the crap out of me, and I've never even finished it, to be honest with you guys. I'm going to take The Exorcist as my final pick. Never um, seen it, won't try. It. I never finished the movie. It, it, it creeped me out. It gave me that unsettling feeling Mike's talking about. And it was, it was just too much for me i guess to finish uh so my top four my four picks i got halloween scream gremlins and the exorcist that's my top that's my four all right they're pretty all over the place in these draft picks probably one of the first ones where we weren't taking each other's picks really that's pretty interesting draft so Mm -hmm. All right, stay tuned to next week. We're off the Halloween. Have fun Halloween. Be safe. Get a bunch of candy. No, you don't get mentions. tricked. And we're going to do some movie reviews. We're all looking forward to her to see what that's all about. Till next week. Peace. <sighs> we out of here. Thanks for joining us today on The Manchild Chronicles. You can find us on your favorite social media platforms at The Manchild Chronicles. Don't forget to join us every Friday for a new episode. That's all for now. See you next time.